Welcome to the In The Moment Baseball Podcast. I'm Porter Holt, and it is the greatest time of all right now. It is baseball season. Today's episode will just be a classic 15-minute recap of yesterday's action, that being Saturday, July the 14th. We're going to recap every single game and get it done 15 minutes or less. That's the rule. Here we go. To start it off, we have the Brewers and the Pirates. They actually played a doubleheader yesterday. First game featured a matchup of Ivan Nova versus Chase Anderson, and it got started very early. The scoring did as in the bottom of the first, the Pirates go back-to-back. First off the bat of Starling Marte, the call was upheld after a review, and then Gregory Polanco right after him, getting on Anderson very early. Surprisingly, the scoring would not go much further from there for the Pirates, as they'd end the game with just two runs, but that actually ended up being enough, as Christian Yelich's RBI single in the top of the fifth would be the only scoring for the Brewers. Chase Anderson walks away with a loss, falls to six and seven, he'd go five and a third, and Ivan Nova didn't make it as far. He just goes four and two-thirds. Ends up with the win going to Richard Rodriguez out of the Pirates' pen. And Felipe Vasquez gets his 22nd save of the year, just named to the All-Star game. The second game of the doubleheader would see Pittsburgh score very similarly to how they did in the first game. And the solo homer is what got it done yet again. In the bottom of the sixth, David Fries would single to bring in Starling Marte, but that would be the only time that the Pirates scored via something other than a solo home run. In the bottom of the eighth, Starling Marte and Gregory Polanco went back-to-back home runs for the second time in the doubleheader, and Jordan Luplo added a homer of his own. That was his second of the game and of his season. Final is 6-2 to two in Pittsburgh's favor. Clay Holmes with his first big league when he's 1-1. One and one. Brent Suter gets the loss, he falls to 8-6, and six. and Felipe Vazquez, save number 23, he ends up with saves in both games of the doubleheader. Staying on the East Coast, the Blue Jays were in Boston, as Sam Gaviglio would start against Eduardo Rodriguez. The scoring would start with J.D. Martinez in the bottom of the fourth. He hit his 29th homer of the year, an insane number to have at the first half, but in the top of the seventh, Aledmus Diaz would have an RBI ground out, and Lourdes Goriel Jr., would single to bring in Dwight Smith to take the lead for Toronto 2-1. And all was well until the bottom of the ninth, when with one out, Jackie Bradley Jr. would double his 17th double of the year to bring in Xander Bogarts, but that would not be it for Bogarts. In the bottom of the tenth, Bogarts goes yard for a grand slam. All he needed was a sack fly. He gets a grand slam, his 15th homer of the year. And Boston wins it 6-2 in extras in walk-off fashion. Craig Kimber with the win. He's 2-1. Chris Rowley with the loss. He's 0-1. In a game between the White Sox and Royals, they would come in with 32-27 and 27 wins, respectively. That totals 59-1 less than the Red Sox 60-win total. That's pretty impressive. This game, it was Danny Duffy who was impressive. He improved his record to 5-8 and eight with a 7-inning shutout start. Gave up 4 hits, 3 walks on route to an 8K game. Reynaldo Lopez would take the loss and fall to 4-7. and seven. He looked good until a 2-run shot off Salvador Perez in the 8th. 7 and 2 thirds, 5 runs off of him. Jorge Bonifacio was the leader in offense for Kansas City in their 5-0 dub. And he would homer in the first to bring in Whit Merrifield, so a two-run shot. In the fifth, he tripled to score Paulo Orlando, and he was the one on base when Perez hit the two-run shot in the top of the eighth. As we continue in the AL Central with the Twins versus the Rays, 
the team in the AL Central would actually not be getting the headlines here. Although the Twins led twice, the final score was an impressive 19-6 in Tampa Bay's favor that ties for a club record of runs scored. And it just started out early as Jose Barrios, the Twins starter, would give up six before exiting the game. Kevin Kiermeyer went two for six, Matt Duffy three for five at the top of the order, and at the bottom of the order, Malik Smith went three for four, and Adani Hitcher-Vareo went three for five out of the eight and nine spots respectively, hitting all the way up and down the lineup, just sheer dominance from Tampa, winning over Minnesota 19 to six. Arizona versus Atlanta, Steven Souza Jr. was feeling what his former Rays teammates were feeling in their 19-6 route. Although Arizona would not score as much, they'd win just 3-0. Souza had an RBI single in the top of the first with the bases loaded. That'd be all Arizona would get. They'd have to fight for runs this game, but they'd still end up with the win, which was the 10th of the year for Zach Greinke. He twirled a 7-2 inning start, just 4 hits, no runs. Sean Newcomb falls to 8-5. and five. He went 5-2 and two thirds with three runs. Not a bad start, but still hooked with the loss. Brad Boxberger, 24th save of the year for Arizona. And Ketel Marte with his ninth homer of the year and the sixth also for Arizona. An NL Central Division matchup between the Reds and the Cardinals would feature Luis Castillo up against Jack Flaherty of the cards in the starting pitching matchup. Neither of them will get a decision. Bottom of the first, Matt Carpenter with his 18th homer of the year to get it started. The cards would soon lead to nothing, but starting in the top of the six, the Reds would score eight unanswered runs in a big comeback started by Scooter Jeanette with an RBI double in the top of the six. He would then give them the lead with an RBI single in the top of the seventh, and then it just kept going from there. Final score of this one again, 8-2 Cincinnati. Jordan Hicks takes the loss. He falls to 3-2. And, and Bryce with the win. He goes to 2-2. Two two. Detroit in Houston for a Tigers-Astros matchup. It would be Garrett Cole versus Michael Fulmer. Should be a great pitching matchup in theory. Fulmer would actually end up giving up 10 hits and 7 runs. 5 of those runs coming in the first 3 innings. And Houston would just hang on from there, getting Cole his 10th victory of the season. He is 10-2. Final is 9-1. The bottom of the fifth saw Josh Reddick hit his ninth home of the year, and Evan Gaddis his 19th. Easy win here for Houston. Again, 9-1. Nine runs on 11 hits for them, one run on just three hits for Detroit. First career start for Austin Voth of the Washington Nationals. They're in New York to play the Mets, who would start Zach Wheeler. It would not be pretty for both in his first start. He would give up seven runs on nine hits. Just did not look good. Wheeler would end up with the win. He goes to three and six. Although Matt Adams would tighten this one up with a three-run shot late in the game. Final score, 7-4, both with the loss. Uris Familia with his 17th save of the season. Phillies Marlins in Miami. Phillies would start Aaron Nola, the all-star, and he's a great pitcher. 2.30 ERA going up against Trevor Richards, not very well known. Surprisingly enough, this would not swing the way you'd expect it. Both starters go six innings. Bottom of the first, Miami's already on the board. Starlin Castro, RBI fielder's choice. Martin Prado, RBI single. He'd be the only Marlins batter to have two hits as they struggled to only four, but four would be enough. Those two runs, the only ones scored in the whole game. Final score was 2 nothing. Richards with the win, he goes to 3-5. Nola takes just his third loss of the season. He's 12-3. Kyle Bearclaw, ninth save of the year. What a great reliever out of that Miami pen. 
In a game between the Angels and Dodgers, it would take extra time to separate the two teams from L.A. Both starters with quality starts, Alex Wood going six, giving up three. Andrew Heaney going six and a third, giving up the same number. Tied at that, 3-3. Three, three. Each team would grab one more to tie it at four. Then, with the Osmani Grandel just having tied it up in the bottom of the ninth, in the top of the tenth, Cole Calhoun turns it around, second hit of the night. That would give them the lead, 5-4. They'd hold on, so he beats Kenley Jansen on that one, and the Angels walk away with the W. Jansen, the loss, he's 0-3. Alvarez, the win, he is 4-3. Three different Angels hitters with two hits. However, LAD, a lot more impressive. The Dodgers had 10 hits, and no one had more than one. The struggling Orioles hosted the Texas Rangers in what would turn out to be a complete and utter pitcher's duel. Jeffrey Ramirez started for Baltimore, went five innings, gave up two hits, three walks, struck out seven, no runs allowed. Martin Perez on the other side would go seven innings, five hits, two walks, four Ks. He gave up just one run, but that would be enough as a Jonathan Scope sack fly gave the O's a 1-0 win, just their fourth win in the last 21 games for the last place Orioles. The win went to Brad Brock. He's 1-2. The loss to Perez. He's 2-4. Zach Britton picks up his third save of the year. Yankees and the Indians. CC Sabathia starting against his former team. He would not have his best day, and neither would the opposing starter, Mike Clevenger. Luckily, it all worked out for the Yankees, but it was a weird one. Didi Gregorius homered for a three-run shot in the first inning to give the Yanks an early lead. That was his 17th of the year, most by a Yankee shortstop at the break, may I add. Jose Ramirez responded in the bottom of the first with a solo shot. That's his 29th of the year. He had 29 all of last year. Now he's got that many at the break. So 3-1 after the first inning. Later, the Indians would come back to tie it 4-4 when in the top of the seventh, Austin Romine would double, but it didn't end up just being a double. Brandon Gara made a fielding error, Eric Gonzalez a throwing error, and next thing you know, Romine scores with a Little League inside the park home run. Obviously, a tough loss for Cleveland, as that would be the winning run. Yankees win 5-4, Robertson with the win, he's 7-3. Clevenger takes a loss, 7-5, Chapman with his 26th save of the year. Rockies hosting the Seattle Mariners, who currently hold the second AL wildcard behind the New York Yankees. It would not be the Mariners' day as John Gray dominated with a seven and a third inning start, which got him his eighth win of the year, put him at eight and seven. He was helped by a Carlos Gonzalez two-run shot in the bottom of the second that gave him an early lead that proved to be enough. They would get two more due in part to an Ian Desmond triple, and it would only be one run for the Seattle Mariners. Matt LeBlanc takes the loss, his first of the year. He's five and one. Wade Davis, save number 27, not bad for the Rocky closer. We go out to the West Coast. It's A's versus Giants. This would be a very close one. Not very good starting pitching, though. Jeff Samarja starred for San Francisco, a former Oakland Athletic. Four innings, three hits, two runs. That would be it for him. Only one strikeout. The strikeout total was matched by Brett Anderson, starter for the A's. He got about eight hits, three runs, in three and a third. That would put the score at 3-2 Giants late. Top of the seventh, Mark Canna coming in for his first pinch hit home run. His 12th homer of the year, it would score Josh Begley and give the lead to Oakland 4-3, and they would ride that out for the win. Four runs on nine hits, no errors. San Francisco, three runs, ten hits, no errors. The win goes to Yusmero Petit. He is 4-2 and two on the season. Tony Watson, the loss. 
giving up that home run to Canna. He's 2-3. and three. Blake Trinan is 24th save of the year. Cubs-Padres, final game to wrap up here. We're in San Diego. Eric Hosmer got it started early. Two-run homer in the first off of Kyle Hendricks, who was the starter for Chicago. Louis Perdomo on the other side for San Diego. He'd struggle a lot more. San Diego, after that early 2-0 lead, would see themselves fall behind 5-2, due in part to a Kyle Schwarber home run and Javier Baez double. Baez ended with 5 RBI in a great game for him. The final would be 11-6 in favor of the Chicago Cubs. Perdomo drops to 1-4. Hendricks rises to a 6-8 record. The Cubs lead the NL Central. All right, that's going to be it for today, guys. We have the All-Star Game coming up. I'm planning to do something to do with the All-Star Game in a podcast soon, maybe a little bit after this All-Star break, include the Home Run Derby in there, something like that. Let me know how you like this. Let me know if you thought any games were lacking, if you thought any games were especially good, and uh, always feel free to just tell me anything. Uh, Just get in contact with me, and this is Porter Holt from the In The Moment Baseball Podcast, signing off.